2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. The Memorial Picks Preview. One and done. We got it all here for you. If you are out there and want to support the show, easy way to do so. Smash the like button for the episode. Give me your winner in the comment section. Also play in the PME Open. We are recording this Monday afternoon. There are 6,667 spots available in the PME Open this week on DraftKings. There is currently over 5,000 people already in the contest. So you want your spot? You better do it right fucking now. The link is in the description of the video and podcast. Please go play. We've maxed it out. $100,000 of rake-free guaranteed money in the prize pool. So you want to get your spot in the best tournament on DraftKings? You know how to do it. You might want to start paying attention to the Saturday evening, Sunday morning show that I put out for golf. Because that's the first place you can go get that link. Also, please rate and review the podcast. I mean, just rate it. But, you know, reviews would be nice, too. If we get 250 more ratings, five-star ratings on the audio podcast, which I've been told you can't do on Spotify or Google, so I'm sorry if you, you you use those, too. But for Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, you can leave reviews. If we get 250 more this week by, let's say, Wednesday. Jeff, you're nodding your head. You know what I'm saying, right? I, I say it. Let's put it out there. Cut Sweat Friday. Yes! But if we don't get it, I'm not fucking doing
3: it. Okay, do it! <laughs>
2: That means you have to do it this week. I want to
3: do it. I'm fired <laughs> up. I feel like we owe the people some, because we, we would have done one for the players, and it got axed. But I had a baby. Yeah,
2: of course. And then COVID. It's usually a well, special. COVID, throw. baby, still COVID. We
3: pretty much did it special. It's pretty much just majors and players, but we just feel like it's the people can earn one. Uh, it's Tiger Week. The people can earn one. And Tiger's going to win. The people can earn one.
2: How great would it be? How great would it be for Golf of Tiger 1 this week? Just straight up. It'd be bad for the books, because they, they're hanging numbers on Tiger, which I've already bet. So, And you know that I'm not the only one who's fired up to bet Tiger at like 28 or 30 to 1. You know, every rando who's never bet on golf before is going to the window with 100 bucks and betting on Tiger Woods. And it's not going to be like two or three people. It's going to be like 100,000 people doing it. The books, they better pray Tiger doesn't win.
3: They're leaving it. And if Tiger so, doesn't win, so... they're making all the money. So it's see- a good bet
2: on their part. You wanted to have this conversation? No, I'm just saying just in terms of the book. That they're going to be actively rooting against Tiger, despite the fact that Tiger is bringing mm. in so much more money. I would wager that Memorial is going to be the highest bet on tournament for golf. But the ratings and reviews, and people are happy. Like more people use Android than Apple. I actually have the numbers on this. Ninety-eight um, percent of people who listen to the Pat Mayo Experience podcast listen to it through Apple Podcasts. So you're wrong about that. In terms of media savvy, like you have an Android, right, Jeff? Yes. Would you say that you consume a lot of media? Because I, I mean. More people own non-Apple products than Apple products. But I do think that a lot of consumers of media own Apple products. That would be my working theory on it.
3: That's fair. I think it's pretty split. I think Android's got more legs than people give them credit for.
2: No, more people own Androids. But I'm saying, like, if you're big on doing multimedia from your phone or listening to podcasts or watching videos, I would gather that more people in that sort of engagement have Apple. That'd be my theory. That'd be my theory on it anyway. And then you get your AirPods, which Tim can't have because he loses them. Big week for Tim. But it was also a big week for viewers of this show and members of FantasyNational.com. You get 20% off FantasyNational.com if you use the code Mayo or FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. Go test out the weekly. That's all I'm saying. It's like eight bucks per week. Just try it out once. See what you think. That's all I'm saying. Go build your models. If you want to know how to use it, hit the description or check out the Saturday show where I walk through my process and how I go to use it. And uh, guess what, Jeff? We've hit seven winners in the last, or five winners in the past seven events. Three of the past four
3: things are looking up. I'm the, the, cold streak is coming in. I can feel it in my knees. It sounds like a broken record, but once again, the odd range that we like to hammer is kind of continuously coming home. 40. We've had two crazy outliers with Nick Taylor. I shouldn't say one crazy outlier outlier with Nick Taylor. And we had the big chop week with Bryson that some people were expecting. We all knew it was coming. Uh, a lot of us sat on the sidelines for it. Still a lot of money invested there. Uh, Jeez. The tournament kind of played out exactly as a thought in the sense of where my bets were. Uh, I went to ROM under the 20s. And you, mistake, did, you didn't go to Morikawa. And I like went me. with Reed instead of Morikawa at that price. Uh, but, but on Sunday, the tournament was fought between the favorite and a guy at, like, 22-25-1 and a 30-33-1. And that's going to be profitable for every... for There was going to be a winning ticket out there regardless. Like, a consortium of winners out there. Regardless, last night it felt, and what a way to end it.
2: So I, I mean, I had a great week, obviously betting, um, and I had a good week on DraftKings. As it turned out, my best lineup actually had Justin Thomas in it. So if Justin Thomas had won, I, that his him not winning the playoff actually cost me like seven hundred bucks on DraftKings. I was okay with it because Morikawa ended up winning. Uh, although I ended up hedging out. We'll get to that in a second. Here are some guys that I actually won huge, though, DraftKings wise. I got uh, screenshots of over 150 Colin Morikawa winning tickets. Most people did not hedge out. So big wins for those people. Shout out to all of you out there. But DraftKings wise, uh, Ted Ganser won 50 k in the $5 drive of the green because of my main man, Chase Cypher. Had Chase Cypher on that lineup. Boom. Cash yourself. Tyler Ropey, Roper, 60 into 1550. Matt Hill. Uh, 392, no, that was from last week, 392 into 51K. Hey, shout out again to Matt Hill. It's a great week. MC Dusty turned 256 into 6300 and 300. If you follow MC Dusty that's E-M-C-E-E Dusty44 on Twitter. He's doing some giveaways of that cash to people who retweet him. So if you want like a shot at 20 bucks, go follow him and retweet him. There it is. Christian Anderson, 60 into 1649. Gary Smith, 56 into 1430. Nick Havnick, 90 into 2500. And Kent Bruton, $250 into 5200 $3. That's all just DraftKings stuff. We're not even talking about the outrights, which I saw some huge ones. Um, you might want to watch. There's two UFC cards this week. And I encourage people to go watch the UFC 251 card last week. If you did that, you won money. Point blank. Uh, 19 people tied for first place in the Millionaire Maker. Four of them were viewers of the Dogger Pass podcast for the MMA show. So two cards this week. Uh, The way I estimated it, and we'll shout out the winners on the UFC show this week, but from the parlays that got given out from DraftKings and everything overall, from UFC 251, viewers of this show won over seven hundred thousand dollars, including Paul. Paul, Paul won like seventy five. How much you went on DraftKings, Paul?
4: Uh, like eighty two hundred
2: U.S. dollars. Go on it. That's tax free Canadian money. Too. So so that's like twelve k Canadian tax free. I was getting
4: absolutely dusted out there though. I was I was a serial donator for the last like couple months, so it felt good to get a big one in me.
2: And there you go. That's what that a lot of people do that too. Like you tread water, you tread water, you lose, you lose. And if you spike, you spike big and boom, you're all paid for. It. Plus some. It's great. Anyway, let's talk about the work day. I have a timeline of tweets here. You ready for this? Uh. Friday. The thing is, Morikawa is going to three-putt several times this weekend and lose. He probably won't even be in the final group on Sunday. Remember Colonial? Remember I said this. That was on Friday from one at Tim Anderson 87 uh, Saturday, he tweeted out, Justin Thomas is going to win Workday Charity Open. I have no doubt. Your Sunday schedule has now been freed. Sunday, with Justin Thomas plus two on the front nine and looking horrible, what is wrong with Justin Thomas? What is going on? Then he immediately turns it around and starts (laughs) sticking all of his irons to five feet. On the 18th hole, with uh, Thomas in front of the green, you realize Justin Thomas is going to make par. Yes? On the first playoff hole, never after the putt goes in from across the green, never in doubt. And that was a quote tweet off of his Justin Thomas is going to win tweet. (laughs) On playoff hole number two, after Morikawa makes, finally, we've seen the coup de grace. They end up pushing the goal because Justin Thomas misses the putt. On playoff hole three, after Justin Thomas hits it behind the tree, maybe he's not stymied. Maybe he's got a lane to hit through. He did not. He had to lay up and lost. Uh, Also of note from Tim this weekend, after he was retweeted, that makes five times this year, I believe, that he's been retweeted by freezing cold takes, which is just impressive. Into That's got to be a record. Tim's breaking records out here. Note, Streelman at Harding Park could be very interesting, according to Tim. <laughs> so
3: That's the best tweet of the weekend.
2: <laughs> do you think he knew who Kevin Streelman was before this weekend?
3: Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Why, do you think he thinks he's like a young guy? D- who knows? Did you see the glasses Streelman was wearing? <laughs> I complained last week that I can't stand that his, his caddy wears a cooler hat than him, both of the same brand. Um, but yeah, people are really triggered about the glasses.
2: I mean, I'm pro golfers like wearing stuff to trigger people. I find it very funny that people care that much. But I just looked at him. I was like, good Lord. What, remember Justin Rose's like late 90s Florida Marlins outfielder glasses that he used to wear? Like those, like really wide Oakleys.
3: I don't. For some reason, I got Duval images of those. It, those they were those. the same ones. Okay, yeah. Rose
2: was like still rocking them. In, like, and there, 2014. wasn't there
3: like some. Was it Parnavec or some crazy? It was like a Swedish golfer, a Scandinavian golfer that was wearing like the running Oakleys that literally went like I thought, wrapped your face. I honest to
2: god I thought in those were revolutionary. Two thousand like two. I was like I need a <laughs> pair of these. Like these are the greatest sunglasses alive. And I saw a picture of them like not too long ago. I was like what the fuck was I thinking? Like, these are horrible. I'm glad
3: I never got them. I could be wrong, but I just remember the pro that was rocking it looked like a handsome Scandinavian fella.
2: Yeah, and then you look like you're a ba- like you look like you're attached to one of the tubes from the Matrix when you're actually wearing them. Like that's what you look like.
3: It's not a great look. Yeah, no. Although I'm, they do I'm, seem very
2: practical if you're yeah, running. Sure. I don't know. Why do you need to run with sunglasses on? I don't know. Very
3: few guys. The Phil, the Phil rocking like the AVs. The Phil are, aviators are, are killing it. You know
2: who sneaky played good this week was Phil. I went sure, back and looked yeah. at the numbers. He couldn't
3: putt. Saw a lot of shots. Saw a lot of missed putts. <laughs> there was a lot of, hey, Morikawa,
2: Hovland, and Thomas are racing for the lead. Let's cut to Phil, who's chipping out of like, I don't know, somewhere. Just, they can't get over it like i saw americans were very upset because of the tv broadcast rightfully so very few times do canadians really benefit from something delayed golf we benefit from because it's just on tv for us I i
3: would like to say there are actually two instances um it's majors and delayed golf and majors can count as four. I really think at majors they step up. We are getting the live at feeds on one, on our like ESPN Ocho, except our version of ESPN, TSN here, kind of. Yeah. And they have like five channels. And this is what they broadcast. And all week, yesterday during the rain delay, we got the the feed on our TVs. And yes, people can find the feeds on the internet. I'm 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 with everyone in America that was furious about it. I'm with them. I get there's it's an extra three buttons to have it on your TV. I do not care. It's a respect for the property. Yeah, but that- I, but I
2: think that you just kind of hit on the main thing: is that it's the property. Now, I, I've reached out to Golf Channel and the PGA Tour to see if they can get me someone from their like TV contracts department yeah. on to come and explain this. But I, that has to be the reason, right? is that there is some sort of agreement between the PGA Tour and these broadcast networks to say that they can't finagle anything around.
3: There could be unions and with the crew. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm I saying. I swear to God, it, it could be the most infuriating thing ever. But, but, I'm not, have, but on the next I'm deal, they have to work yes, this out. and I'm having a chuckle, like, because we're benefiting for once. Uh, for once, it'd be like me having your grocer's freezer's aisle and you having ours. Like, it's not funny. <laughs> Got it way better. Um, don't mean to sound like Tim there. But just putting putting that they out have eighty
2: four brands of hungry man. Do- yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Um, they gotta they gotta figure it out. But I was having a chuckle, Pat, and people were making great analogies. This is like watching the NBA in the '80s, and like we're on tape delay in the finals. Like it's just so weird. Any excuse isn't good enough because it's 2020, and we know how kind of simple it is to patch it in to patch it in if if god forbid something happened in a public or political sphere they'd be live they'd be live in their newsroom with this breaking news of a of sadly what would be a horrific event I'm not comparing golf to like no but an, I, I, an assassination I, attempt but on a, I think on a I think
2: that there are different parameters but that TV had no I know but no
3: one will buy your 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 excuses that just sound moon landing complicated when we're we're all in this age of it's two buttons sure, But I get it
2: sure but it could be something as simple as red tape. CBS, There's so much red CBS tape. has sold off this early block on CBS and, and they are contract contractually obligated to not get rid of it.
3: Viacom to Viacom, ah! like on crime. I think that's all. Like that's crazy. That's not. That's moon landing complicated though. Yeah, to, but, that, but, it, but if that's
2: written into these deals, and maybe that's not. Like I'm uh, saying, th- the, this is what I'm trying to process through because there seems to be no reason to not put it on. Oh. Or just like, or if this happens, let Golf Channel show it. Like that's an easy fix. Like, sorry, you can show the replay later. Like, Golf Channel just air the entire but, thing.
3: Okay, so as someone that was getting it on the TV here, it's so funny what's happening. We almost had a commercial-free broadcast. I know there was, and every time they were going, they were going what would be the commercials on the tape delay. We were getting like a live feed, seeing like sixteen, and them just like talking it up, and we were seeing the players, the leaders, like walking up to their balls, which would definitely wasn't being shown on the tape delay. And then you could tell when like, um, okay, when Nance was coming back from commercial, we were getting the very hybrid experience. And I sent out two, a tweet and a retweet yesterday, thanking TSN sports for how much I appreciate what happened. I, I, they have their own rights. They have full rights to live at and PGA tour golf in Canada. And they are, as I say, respecting the property.
2: Well, it was that or show KBO baseball for TSN they were like
3: yeah we're gonna go with golf <laughs> I don't know there was a, I guess there was like a TFC game that was canceled that I think played today but I don't know they could have had things they had things in their block I think NASCAR ran all week apparently a guy 201 won a race I saw does that normally happen in NASCAR I feel like it doesn't no
2: like there was like a NASCAR's rain delay a bunch golf. of golf
3: like guys outside of like 12 never win you're like picking between like five guys Kurt Bush is he still a guy well, Kyle's the better okay, one. But Kurt, Kurt still picks up his sprinkles, and he's one of the few long shots that probably has win equity. I actually know more than You, you seem to know a whole lot I about I want to bring up one thing. And, well, we got the back room here, and maybe this isn't even the venue. I saw Twitter a buzz on Saturday night because a guy who was minus 900 live lost his fight live in the final round. That's That happens. Happens. But a judge scored it 30-27. Which guy was that? Go Santos? Maybe it was a Santos. I don't oh, know Z- people. Oh, Z-
2: the Zaleski guy. Yeah, I don't have a clue. Listen, there's.
3: But do you understand t- what t- I'm saying? T- tune
2: into the UFC show when Paul and Cody review all of this because. I felt like I got screwed on my main man Double Z earlier in the card, but then people like Twitter. Apparently, everyone on Twitter bet Max Holloway. So when he didn't didn't, win, no, no, he lost a decision. But when he didn't win, people were like furious. Like that is the most criminal activity of all time. Yet people who I like respect and actually broke down the fight be like, it was a toss up. Like it wasn't. It could have went. The decision could have went either way.
3: But the juxtaposition of a lot like a. Pre- the predominant live site had a minus 900 in the final round, and there was a judge out there that hadn't even scored him one of the first two rounds is sort of what I'm saying. It's kind of nuts. I get losing the fight. Well,
4: I actually haven't had a time to catch up on that fight, so I lost a bet on that fight.
3: But, but you didn't bet it well, live. I'm just
4: going to say, greasy theory, a uh, guy named Dos Santos from Brazil in Abu Dhabi loses to a guy named Muslim Salakov. I'll, I'll sign off now. Just saying, these I, things happen I buy in the my much... Bad, bad, bad. Then the what happened
3: to my fucking guy, Zerli Zalapski? Um, well, he's he doesn't have. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> They're smart enough to only make one of them happen. Yeah, I guess the so.
4: fix was only in on that one fight. You missed. We missed where the fix was
2: in. Yeah, we we need to find the fix fight going forward. Anyway, back to golf. How? F- someone actually threw it out to me. Is where does that rank amongst the best final rounds of the past? Like year and a half someone said like tiger at the masters is number one and i would agree with that that was a great final round i would say mexico this year was an awesome final round when reed came back to beat bryson evr was in the mix thomas melted down uh that was a fun one
3: heritage was really good a few weeks what ago colonial and it was more bryson Xander and some burger who won and then the next week was was Heritage. kind of fun too was that the
2: one with neiman was in it too and hatton neiman hatton answer sergio and web one i keep forget, like the guy who wins yeah the guy who wins guy that we had money on it was the guy who won um those two were good yeah yeah
3: it's been and this one
2: was just because you have hovland and morikawa who everyone is like primed to say like these are the next two guys and to see them go out there and see them to fucking take it to GST, take it take it to him after five holes But like, you knew Johnny, I even tweeted that. I was like, they need to get their shots in now. Because Thomas is going to figure this out.
3: So I mean, take it like they just have an attitude about them. When Colin Morikawa, I said, I swear to God says, be good in the air. We're not talking about like seven feet. We're talking about it could fly in the goddamn hole. multiple places he hit a shot that i don't think has ever been was even put on video on thursday on the par five where i don't even think he meant to clear the hazard on that (laughs) narrow landing but he did to four feet and he did and i never made that shot um the one he had yesterday on the par five to a foot. And the Hovland par four tee shot on Saturday. I think it was Friday.
2: He put it to ten feet.
3: One of them he puts ten feet. He hit the green Friday and Saturday. Obviously tried to do it again. And was down. He, well, he
2: had to do it on. Yeah, like, and, and he missed it, it by five
3: feet. He yeah, missed this line by seven, five seven feet. But put it this way: not only was he had to do it because he was
2: down too. Justin
3: it, laid up. He had to take a but shot. Not even
2: that is just. The previous three days, he made the shot. It's not yeah. like he wasn't going to go yeah, for it. Absolutely, his best club is his driver. Why not take advantage of that?
3: Um, and I, I mean this. It's amazing what Justin Thomas did. You rarely see that. But I say I, we've talked about it. I think many times. I'm always nervous when I got that three round leader who's too who's like just clear and he hasn't made his bogey, like. I want my guy, God willing, you don't want to make a bogey everywhere. You want every point. It's dumb. It's like that basketball coach who's like down seven at half. I got him right where we're want him. We're great when we're like down between five Yeah, and we've missed all time. of our... No, e- but, but like, We'd rather be up seven. There's no debating but, that. Yeah, but,
2: but like at one point, I think he actually ended up finishing out perfect for the week inside eight feet putting. But like at one point, he, like, he was up to 47 for 47 inside eight feet. And then he was like 53 for 53 inside eight feet. It's like no one makes all these yeah. putts. Like statistically. I've just seen two
3: much golf like one bogey when you've made none for that long sometimes leads to a bit of bleed and you saw that from morikawa on saturday
2: and then you saw it from jt early then you saw it from hovland towards the back end of the front hovland
3: didn't recover hovland was battle tested from go i mean he started three over yeah two over he was battle three over sure he was battle tested from like from go in that tournament jt i mean it's so much fun to see the players that have no i'm not talking about good players that have number one in the world like pedigree, like playing great. It's like just a different unconscious state. Um, and so that was so much fun uh just to to watch. And that instance on that first playoff hole, I mean, they got like a 77-year-old man out of his seat. It's not easy to do, doesn't react to much. Uh, and both of them hitting those putts was just Out of this world fun
2: so i want to talk to you about my galaxy brain yesterday um i looked at the hedge equity that i had because i had hovland and morikawa with justin thomas up going into the final round i believe he was minus 175 i'm not going to hedge at minus 175 it's just not happening uh i'm going to let it ride at that point and hope i get lucky it got to a point during the day where i even put it out there that if you did if you were someone who likes to hedge justin thomas after he fell back a little bit was still three to one and I was out walking my son around town. I even posted pictures of it. Listened to the radio broadcast of everything. I was like, things are going great right now, but things are rarely this easy. So I thought about the three to one. And then I got home. And I believe it was on the par five when he ended up making par. And Morikawa made eagle and Hovland made birdie again. He got to six to one. And I was looking at it on my phone and I was thinking about it. I was like, why don't I just hedge now? Yeah, are you afraid of the eclipse? The Strelman
3: eclipse? They no,
2: it really? wasn't even that. It's like, maybe Justin Thomas is just done and then I don't need to hedge, although it would have been far less than I ended up hedging for anyway. Like, it was a good time to do it six to one. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I went to go hit the button, and the odds change. Like, they, you know, when it freezes? Yeah. And then it comes back, and it's Justin Thomas three to one. And I should have taken the three to one, because I wanted to hedge at that point. But I was just like... You had to feel pretty safe, but you got a little cocky. No, it's just, I, I was like, I just committed to doing it at six to one, and now it's three to one, because I missed the boat. Now I feel like an idiot, because now I have to spend double the amount of money that I have to do to hedge, so I just didn't do it <laughs> like that. It's such a bad way of thinking, but it's such a gambler way of thinking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, of course, like it, just, had, it, was, uh, it was stupid. I on had my part.
3: 100 percent. I, I get what you were saying. I ended but up, you had the nuts because there were you had the nuts. You had those those two guys. Uh, Charlie Seifert, George Seifert. I didn't have Seifert, 49ers
2: coach. Cypher. His name's actually pronounced <laughs> Cypher, as I learned this week, although not spelled like that. But when I, I ended up hedging on the first playoff hole when JT was on the other side of the green, and Morikawa. yeah, so he had a
3: great line. I see, I I, it, it's, it's not even that.
2: I didn't think Morikawa was going to make his putt, and I didn't think Justin Thomas would three putt. And they were then it switched to plus money, so I got him at plus one twenty five. So I ended, it turned Morikawa from thirty three to one into seventeen to one. Well, it was seventeen to well, one, one after my and
3: Morikawa didn't really hit anything of distance. First hole, first or second hole, he hit wasn't like that a, far. It was like seventeen feet. No, it wasn't. Pretty sure it was. I don't think it was. Hovland couldn't buy a putt on Sunday. Well, it's been the story
2: for a couple weeks. It is, but and then he finally flubbed his first chip of the week. Then he chipped it in right after. I was like, Hey, here we go. But he
3: was still kind of lurking. He's doing everything we asked for.
2: Yeah, he led Tita Green for the third consecutive week. He is he the first for. player to you, ever yeah, do
3: that. You know he can do that, and you accept a few miss putts because he misses them. And you're like, he's just going to put the next one to, to, to. That one was eight feet and he missed. The next one's just going to be a three feet. He's going to, like, it just, there's so many of them.
2: It is the reason why you take the ball strikers and specifically the best iron players every single week because. Even with Morikawa, he putted well this yeah. week, and that's why he won. But he, you know who else putted well, better than everyone? Fucking Ian Poulter, Ian Poulter. who made every putt from goddamn yeah. 50 feet. Morikawa doesn't need to do that. He needs to make 70% of his eight-footers, and he wins. Uh, uh, <laughs> like e- he just leaves himself easy putts, and so does Hovland. So the week that he gains two strokes, he doesn't need to gain 10 strokes putting. He needs mean. to gain two strokes putting. And like this week, he lost 2.1, I think, on the greens. If he had just putted as well as Justin Thomas, who finished like
3: 38th in putting, he would have been in the playoff. Yeah. No, we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that from Victor. It'll come. He gave us everything. The one disappointing thing about Sunday, though, Pat, is that I want to say the first two bogeys came from like good positions. Yeah, they the, weren't the, like.
2: I think the nerves actually. They got They weren't
3: bad tee shots. At okay, like we know off the tee, we're like we're gonna need a ten foot, twelve foot par putt to save the sucker. We were like in a positions, and and the one that went in the water, and then there was another one where we were center cut. And yeah center cut water happened. on six was and then he missed a shorty somewhere of a dream dream i think was dead before the shorty the,
2: the funny thing is is morikawa didn't putt well on sunday like that there shouldn't with the way that it turned out there shouldn't have been a playoff like he missed that short par putt uh, i think it was on fifth on 16 yeah, he
3: missed his first eagle putt which was very
2: makeable yeah and and he missed the eagle putt on 14 too that was 10 feet like he missed a whole bunch of those putts and still ended up in the playoff uh, we, uh, we probably shouldn't have been, like, crying to the world with JT up three with three to go at Muirfield. Josh Perry pointed that out. It's a it's good call. Very, the, very, very tough closing stretch. I was, like, getting So it, be aware of that this week. I was getting
3: the week. bathing suit on. You said this is enough? Hey, hit the eagle putt. time <laughs> to put on the bathing suit. And then there's a little swing on 16, and that's enough to keep me in. Like as lo- Justin didn't hit the fair, the green on the par three sixteenth was enough to watch. Uh, what, the,
2: what the hell is Thomas doing, pulling out three wood on eighteen uh, and, over uh, and over when you're striping
3: your goddamn driver? I don't know. Tim wasn't happy. No, Tim's not happy about much. Tim is. That's he is on a tear this golf season. This golf season might deserve its own award show. Well, it's funny because his one and done is still doing really good. Yet he feels the
2: need to go curse someone else halfway through the tournament.
3: You ready to talk about memorial? Yeah, I'm staring up at, at, at hitting place bet on a big one. So, I Well, do you want to place that bet? I'm, I might no, my fat thumb is still loitering.
2: Okay, uh I just before we get into this, I'm going to get I can't see who you're betting on. I'm guessing it's a big bet on either Tony Finau, Ricky or Rory and
3: not Sabatini McIlroy. Okay, well the two of those names don't need to be a big bet <laughs> cuz they're odds. Ah, Fowler's odds are dicey. No, I'm talking about like a big bet. I'm guessing you like, okay. The favor- so, yeah, the you got it. You got it. The, fa- got it. the favorites is And sweet. I love all of them. And I wish I hit Victor so I could sit here, snicker, and make a friends and family card and have no issues about it. But I'm trying to just do what's right for me. Bryson 10, JT 11, Rory 14,
2: Cantley 14, DJ 16, Hovlin 22, Rom 22, Morikawa 22. Brooks and Hideki, 25. Webb Simpson, 28. Xander, 28. Taiga, Taiga Woods, 28 to 1. Opened at 33, immediately down to 28 at the place that we're looking at. I've seen him at 25 at a lot of spots, and I've seen him at 20 as in a lot of spots. I would wager he's down to 20 by the time T off comes we are going to be betting Tiger. I bet Tiger, just straight up. I wrote him up in my column this week. I have no worries about his layoff. And I really do think that, I mean, he hasn't played since the hiatus. But as funny as it was, when he played with Manning, the one takeaway that I had from that was he was driving the ball really well. And if Tiger can drive the ball, he doesn't need to be Hovland or Bryson in terms of his driving this week. But if he can be like top 40 in driving, he's still a top five iron player in the world and that's what plays here he still has an amazing short game if he can make a few putts and the irons are scorching there's no reason he can't win this event and he has a pretty good track record of coming back and winning events off giant layoffs yeah. he just did it at zozo
3: <laughs> is there anything you're afraid of
2: i'm afraid that you know his back stiffens up and like, he's out of sorts for a little bit i'm afraid of the downside that can come along with it but i don't think i've bet tiger since tiger like came back came back And I'm just, I'm really shocked at this number. Okay. I have a bit of a different
3: opinion. And I agree with-
2: Unacceptable on my show, sir. I I have the same opinion as me.
3: Hold on. I agree with you in the sense that, well, I disagreed with you and what you projected the number to be. And I think that's where our difference of opinion lies. You projected a number so low that this number seems out of this world good.
2: I mean, this is basically the same number they gave us at Genesis. But he's been shit at Genesis in his career,
3: and he's won this tournament seven times. <laughs> I didn't see the number ever being opening under twenty. How come? Like, I I, mean, I was wrong, obviously. The,
2: the, just the top I, of I the get, board is so good. I get so it.
3: Good. I get it. But who is like random person gonna go bet? Tiger Woods. I have no. <laughs> I I have no idea. Maybe the books are like the books are making a stand, like, saying Tiger's not gonna win. It, the Patriots would play the Browns and the spread was like four and a half. And you're like, are they trying to trick me? What are they doing? (laughs) What's going on? I don't get it. I'm smarter than that. Okay. Like, you're like, what's going on here? I get that. But I think they just see the depth of where the game is. And one thing that I think of, and this is a double-edged sword. So let me finish last year after he won the master's, he took extensive time off between lots of events, essentially would only play in pretty much majors. He would struggle and then be like, can't replace turn, can't replicate tournament golf. Nothing replicates tournament golf. But then he had about a 10 week layoff and won the Zozo, uh, where I don't think many people were, were, were touting him at all at, I want to say maybe it was 22, but it could have been 28. It was a pretty high number. It's a pretty high freaking number. Um, So there's that also, but it wasn't this field. There wasn't this field, and there's nothing but an A game that's going to win this week.
2: I I just look like he played the Players' Championship last year, and then that was at the beginning of March, and then took an entire month off, played the Masters, and won. Then he played the PGA Championship at Bethpage, just a course where he's not going to play well. Like, that's not a course designed for this version of Tiger. He is. And then he comes back a month later, comes ninth at Memorial, and then... You Every know?
3: comfort, he's kind of almost like a Bubba in like there's his tracks. This is one of those freaking tracks. He's won here six times. Seven times. Seven times. I'm not looking to pick on him, but I I, I think twenty eight I think he's has I think a,
2: that twenty eight to one is an actual fair number on Tiger Woods this week. Okay, that's win.
3: fine. That, I'm not
2: gonna I really argue do you that. And like it's like you said, if he had been priced at
3: fourteen to one, I probably I wouldn't have bet him. But he's double that. Again, like, I think, I think you, your, your excitement and desire to bet him is what you thought the number would be. I, I didn't. I, think I num- just
2: thought that there would have been an overwhelming sentiment of people to go bet him. First time you've seen Tiger in ages. It's at a course where he has a storied history. He won the match with Peyton Manning. <laughs> That's a big thing. People watch that. Like there's I only say this because. The most handle people have ever taken on golf in terms of legalized sports betting has basically happened every single week since the return of golf. It is really the only thing going on outside of NASCAR and MMA. But in terms of, like, overall mainstream sports, golf's not mainstream like baseball or basketball or football, but big events are. Majors are. But now it's the only thing going. So that your random dude that is going to put $100 on a football game on the weekend might be a guy who puts down 100 bucks on the masters in normal times that guy's probably not going to put 100 dollars on nascar not going to do it on mma he's probably going to do it on golf and the numbers from the sports book reflect that and i think that that person is just more apt to go bet tiger like i feel like they could have set him at eight to one and took action on it honestly i not my
3: action but they would have got action on it someone's gonna pay if tiger wins if he wins someone's gonna pay someone's gonna be buried in the desert Uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like he's got a completely different agenda at the moment. I think that he wants to win. Tiger doesn't show up to events he doesn't want to win. I didn't mean it like that. And God, if he is in the hunt Sunday, I will be afraid of, would be afraid of him more than anybody. I just getting to that prime position to be in that attack spot on Sunday. I don't know if we will be there. I, I that's what I'm worried about. But if he gets there, there's no one else you'd rather have. Since where is it? When did he come back?
2: Let's call it the beginning of twenty eighteen. He played the farmers. He is he missed the cut at the Genesis the first year in his second start back. He missed the cut at the US Open. He missed the cut at the PGA championship and then he missed the cut. Oh, at, I'm gonna bet at, a lot at, of losers at, 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 the, at the open championship. Those are
3: the only cuts he's missed. I'm gonna bet <laughs> a lot of losers. Don't don't you guys worry?
2: Oh, I got I got a ton of losers on my card too. But Tiger, no,
3: but I'm saying like I'm gonna not say I don't want to bet Tiger, but I'm gonna actually put money on these guys. Yeah, you're gonna be like, no, I, 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 I I won't I won't,
2: I won't bet Tiger at 28, but I'll bet Ricky at 33. Don't you worry. <laughs> anyway, let's By go. Thing. Let's go to the top because listen, Bryson comes in, he's one here, coming off a win, ten to one. Thomas playoff loss at the same course. How do you think the course is? Do you think it's going to be, if like, is it going to fuck up Thomas at all that he has played a, the same course, but it's going to look slightly different and play a bit faster? Do you have any worries about that? Because I started thinking about it, it's like, well, these are the best players in the yeah. world. If it does fuck them up, it'll probably take them like two holes yeah, to figure it out. I
3: don't, I don't have any worry. And we spoke about it last week, Pat. I bet my card last week like it was Memorial. Yep. And the and as I said at the near the top of the show, what did it come down to? Uh, uh, in terms of the price range, fighting it out, exactly what I thought. I was on different guys, but it was exactly where I thought it'll be fought out. And I'd argue this week it could be lower. Although we've gotten some dip because some bigger names are here and there's a Gaga for some people and we've gotten a dip on guys. So... Uh, if you bet a guy last week and he showed good life, like, and he's getting a bigger number, what do you do? Oh, we'll find out. So of those top-end guys, who is your favorite? McElroy? Rory McElroy, 14 to 1. I'm licking my lips thinking about ways to build a card with that bet on it. Justin Thomas, between Justin and Rory, really was. And you, you made a point to me that kind of maybe was a final nail, despite the three extra points um, that I can get for Rory. For Rory at 14 to 1. This is kind of... I remember a couple years ago, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been like Dustin at Genesis. He literally said to me like fourteen when Dustin was Dustin. Like at his absolute peak. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're getting this guy fourteen to one now. Everyone's here. Like, let's let's roll it. I'm kind of feeling uh like that. I it was between him and Justin, and you scared me with your Justin post playoff stat.
2: Well, it's not even post playoff, if it it's just he hasn't won after being in a playoff <laughs> the next tournament. It's, it's after like three times or something like that. Like, I, you have to nitpick, but like obviously you can't bet all these guys. Some people won't even bet any of them. So if you're going to try to differentiate, he's played a lot of golf. That's
3: all I'm saying. I like Raw. I, I, I would
2: be, put it this way, I think I would be more prone to go back to Morikawa at double the number of Thomas. Turns out I know Morikawa can not only win at this course, but beat Justin Thomas at this course. You know, like why no one's gonna bet Morikawa this week, but like why couldn't he go back to back?
3: His game is kind of perfect for these types of layouts because he'll stick, he'll get his free birdies, like he'll stick it enough, and he's shown that within the four round period he's going to hit enough of the mid longer range putts to juice over the top. I, I, and there's enough there to make up for any blemishes. I would say the the counter to Morikawa this week is, you know, first
2: big win of his career. Maybe he went out and fucking partied all.
3: But of them. he's right there. It's kind of like I, a two-week, you're I, still in the village. Just let me finish. Sure. Right. Still I, in I, your I, bits. I, 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 I got more. I let you finish when
2: you said please let me finish. He set essentially an all-time proximity record on par fives last week. Probably not sustainable. And he gained like three and a half strokes putting, which is not something he typically does. That doesn't mean that he can't come fifth it doesn't mean that he can't win again but just the supreme ball striking on both the short par four and all the par fives where he made up a ton of strokes plus the hot putter that he carried for the first two days It just a lot went right for yeah. Morikawa and things have to go right if you're going to win it's just hard for it to happen week to week like I would almost think I would rather take Hovland than Morikawa just because the tee to green is there maybe this
3: is the week he makes a few putts I completely agree with what you said, and I only meant to interrupt. And I don't think uh, he's so mature beyond his years. This Morikawa, and the fact that he's probably still in like the same little village, in the same house, I would assume, rented little place. Like, I don't think there's room to party yet till we leave Memorial. How really, how not much, much at all?
2: How much did Cantlay's Sunday slash his number this week?
3: I mean, what would it have been? Twenty. Um,
2: would be my guess if he didn't go bonkers on Sunday. But Rom went bonkers on Sunday, and it didn't move. He's twenty two. I like, got higher, and oh. I, 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 yeah, I printed this out right before we started the show, like literally Sorry. two
3: minutes. I got something higher.
2: Oh, like better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. When you said higher, I thought you meant it's like eighteen now. No, I, I saw a twenty five out there, but you got better than that. Twenty six. Oh, nice. I can't turn away. But 22 is still a good number for not
3: I can't turn away.
2: There is one guy that I don't think anyone's going to bet. Because the number is a bit wonky. It's not wonky. It's a deserved number. But you know who tends to play well when he starts playing well and just wins a whole bunch in a row?
3: Brooks Kepka. Dustin Johnson. Oh. Forgot about him. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> going to forget about him. Yeah, he goes on heaters. So, of course, it's a layout, much like you could take how we described who's going to win, who's going to be fighting for this. It's the same type of guys I'd want to bet at a U.S. Open, a PGA Championship. So same th- type of players. The, the
2: only th- swing that I would put on that is that there is a certain amount of gravitas I feel like you need to have at some of these U.S. Opens in terms of like guile and experience, where that doesn't necessarily seem to be the case at Muirfield Village. Morikawa just won. He's 23. Cantley won. The year before, he was 27. Bryson won in 2018, he was 24. Lingmurth won, he was 27. Hideki won in 2014, he was 22. Like, young, great ball strikers. Lingmurth is a huge exception to this because he's not on the level of these other guys. But at that time, we were calling him, like, the homeless man Spieth. Like, he was really good for that year.
3: He really did everything at a Spiethian-like sort of way. Uh, You're not wrong. And we've always mentioned the breakthrough way. So it's almost like a sure i'll take that back it's like a major championship light layout and of so many guys pat on the first part of this board not only is memorial their biggest win of their career uh for the guys that have won it for a lot of them who we love it would be the biggest win of their career like if john rom won the memorial like that and tory pines am i forgetting something what did he win in europe what I, did he win i think that tory pines I think is a bigger yeah they're probably equal that's that's probably true
2: has he not won a WGC? Has he? Didn't he win Mexico? No, he lost no, that he to Dustin. Then he lost the match play to Dustin. He has a lot of seconds in big tournaments. Uh, but he, ha- he also has like 11 wins worldwide, too, in the past like oh, four years. Yeah, people, and the f- People forget that.
3: And the fact that we've got... He, he hasn't really put together any sort of consistency, though. That's been his problem. I'm worried about it, but I can't turn away that number based on what... I pulled it at 20... I bet him last week. So I got to, that's one I'm staying with. You cannot, there's a difference. I bet Gary Woodland last week, a lot of people were mad that Poulter hit that putt because it chopped a bit of that back end of a T5. Uh, Sorry. Uh, uh, News alert, Poulter hit every putt. Yeah, Every putt.
2: (laughs) Except for one on 17. He missed one from like three feet or something. I was like, finally, he gained nine strokes putting.
3: But I'm not going back to Gary this Gary
2: was a lot of
3: smoke and mirrors. Like, it's like, well, let's, it was...
2: let's cut to Gary Woodland, who's currently chipping in. Well, there <laughs> were
3: like... two players that like that, Gary and Xander.
2: Agreed. Xander was just making a ton of pots, and it, the irons did come around on the weekend, but he drove the ball still very poorly, couldn't get it up and down. His number's 28. I've actually seen it higher. I don't love him here, but again, I think he's sort of like Dusty, where no one's really thinking about him anymore.
3: I don't mind him at all. He is on a short list of players I am thinking about young man too wouldn't be i mean he's got a tour championship yeah this would not be the biggest win of his career and he's got bigger he's got wgc
2: he has a wgc he has a tournament of champions and he has tour championship he loves a good no cut event i'll tell you that much and he has a Greenbrier, which was actually a cut event so just looking all these names like and then there's brooks who birdied six of his final 10 holes and he's like i guess i'll stick around for next week not going to head off to minneapolis for the 3m but the changes to the course this time around i guess we should kind of lay them out a little bit they're not going to cut the rough so the rough is going to be longer uh the speeds of the greens are going to go up they were a bit slower they cut them to be slower for workday they are going to go back to the normal super lightning fast greens that the memorial generally has which tends to neutralize some bad putting because you look at that list morikawa Cantley, bryson hideki those ain't good putters jeff Ben Ann lost in a playoff here. So I think this could go back to a bit more team all by ball striking, no putt, uh, just because I think the putting gets equalized a little bit. Um, and different tee boxes, championship pins that were not used last week at workday were reserved for like Jack's pins will be yeah. used for Memorial. But I think it's going to, it's still the same fucking course. <laughs> but,
3: Jack's, yeah, no, would have been Jack's pin yesterday would have been essentially where Dustin justin putted from yeah. where he hit that bomb and that would have been a much more difficult pin to get to um for all of them yeah, when they were the finding bunker? trouble off the tee on on that playoff hole to begin with yes so i actually pointed this an example on the preview show but
2: poulter on saturday on the par 5 15th uh he tried to make a really crafty shot and it was a really crafty shot there was this ridge at the top of the green and the pin was down and he played it to the top of the ridge. Because historically, that ball hits that ridge and just starts trickling back. And we saw that a few times on Sunday, too, where guys really, whether it was out of the bunker or on a chip, that they were trying to play like Augusta style. I'm going to put it up here and the ball is going to trickle back to the hole because that's how the greens work. But they were soft, not firm like the normal air because of the rain. And they were cut slower and Boulder's ball
3: just stayed up on the ridge. Unless you were Gary Woodland and you put some spin on those. You sliced <laughs> it it, it to really perfection. worked It it
2: really, it really worked out to Gary Woodland's, like, bad short game that, like, it worked to his favor. He's like, oh, I missed it by eight feet. I'm right next to the hole. This is great.
3: <laughs> Love, Gary. People were pointing out there's people doing advanced analytics on our bets. Bet a lot of Woodland. Too much.
2: So, Webb is 28. I just don't feel... Webb is a lot like Tiger, that if he can drive the ball as well he's been, as well as he has been doing it, his irons and putting are so good that he can really make up for it. But
3: I, is I, he like Morikawa, but a better putter? Dude, that was really fast. What did you say? Is he like Morikawa, but a better putter? Better putter? Oh, I mean, no. No, no, no. Iron-wise, yes. That's, but, I mean, but he's going to ca- have the same, like, we'll be in time. We're going to hit more of these putts. Yeah, but Morikawa can drive the ball. Webb can't. Well, it depends where we
2: are. Yeah, and this isn't one of the Webb-style course. Like, it's not Bermuda, for one thing. It's Ben. That's usually a quick cross-off. I made that mistake at Charles Schwab. And that's not to say that Webb can't be good. I just feel like this course in particular, where he's never really played well, albeit he's a much better player now than he's ever been.
3: He's coming here as his first time with this sort of, like, elite feeling about himself. I, I just don't think that this is a good course for him to win.
2: That's not to say that he can't win, but if I'm looking in this range to get my money, it's not going to be Webb Simpson. I don't know whether that's justified or not, but just he doesn't do it for. Like I'd rather bet Xander than bet Webb. Rather bet Hovland. Like I'd rather bet like the supreme,
3: supreme ball strikers.
2: Maybe Webb catches the hot putter.
3: What are your thoughts on going back to Victor? I'm debating it. I'm I
2: can't. I don't think he'll stick at twenty two to one. And he didn't stick at twenty-two to one last week. He dropped to twenty-five. I think that he'll drop to twenty-five again. I'm really considering it. Tune in Wednesday, by the way. Live chat coming back, twelve thirty p.m. Eastern time on the DraftKings YouTube channel and the Pat Mayo Experience. I think we should stick with it. Stick with Vic. Stick with Vic. Big stick
3: Vic. It's just you're getting a worse price in a better field. But you would have gotten a bump because he played well and he, like. Off that performance, I, I do like. If th- he was thirty last week, we probably would be starting here lower anyway. Maybe,
2: but I do like the fact that he just went through that Sunday pressure. Like that's a monkey off of his back now. Like when was the when was the last time that Victor was in contention in a real tournament on a Sunday? I think this is like the first one, isn't it? Well, since he won, yeah, that was in Puerto Rico. Like this is a real tournament, people. He was against Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa. I know, but that
3: wasn't a long time ago. Wasn't Puerto Rico the week of the Honda? Yeah, but I'm saying that Puerto Rico is fucking whatever. I know. He had to beat Josh <laughs> Teeter. I yeah. had a hundred to one Teeter bet.
2: Well, it wasn't the teats that week, was it? Almost. What a week though for him. But I, what I'm saying is, like, this feels like the first time that Hovland's ever really been in the pressure cooker. Was okay. this week? Yep. In terms of, I guess people couldn't watch it on TV, but like Justin Thomas, who potentially he was the leader. It, at one point. On the
3: third or fourth hole. Maybe the fifth hole even. Yeah, and then he, he
2: melted down. He
3: Melted down. But sometimes, guys. in the water Sometimes, guys. Guy, but Made a great five, though, right? Oh. off the, Out of the water. Oh, yeah. What a five. And you're like, Victor makes so many birdies. You can have that five. But he didn't make the birdies. Went away.
2: But I do. Although he did look a bit jittery at times. I do think that Morikawa losing at Charles Schwab a few weeks back did a lot of good for his nerves. And I mean, this is all unquantifiable stuff. But I think that as a personality, like now I've been through that.
3: I think it's all quantifiable, Pat. I think I don't just, think I don't
2: think it's actually no I think but, you're misusing quantifiable. But, but.
3: but I think it all means something to all of them. Even Justin Thomas put out a tweet or an Insta last night. Like every you learn from everything. That's it. You learn from all of it. I think these guys are they're sponges. Especially a guy like Morikawa. Cause if you've ever literally seen like in-depth interviews with him and and pieces on him. He is so mature, it's, like, creepy. It's creepy. I, I, I got to
2: say, out of all the young players on tour, Morikawa seems like a party time guy. He seems like he'd be a fun hang.
3: Like low pro, though. Yeah,
2: like like under the radar, low like pro. he'd be a good hang.
3: He's not, like, giving a microphone a stay off the weed like Victor. Yeah, Victor seems, like, kind of <laughs> dirty. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Victor, though. I like I the,
3: love them both. Oh.
2: oh. And then you're Wolfie. Well, it's funny, because Wolf is just the inconsistent version of these guys. Like, these guys, the reason that they're so good and have elevated up so highly is because they're consistent every single week. Whereas Wolf is like, I'm plus nine. Oh, now I'm
3: minus 24. He's like, whoa. Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to, like, take this into this place, but I used to take it into a place previous with a different golfer. If Sung Jae Im looked like oh, them, would we're, he be seven? Where, we're where would he be? are going to get to. What would, what would he be if he looked like them?
2: What do you mean? I mean, Like, if Sung Jae Im was, like, secret American, like Colin Morikawa?
3: If he just was, like, a cute, fresh-faced American kid, it would never be 70-to-1. Well, It would never be. It would never be. There's a
2: lot of new viewers of the show, so I think you should explain. What you're saying is, there's a debate we've had for the past, like, five years, is that Ricky and Hideki were essentially the same player, except Hideki was better. Except Ricky always had better odds, because in the betting market, Hideki is, like, a Japanese guy who you never hear talk and ricky is ricky fowler wearing neon yeah looking shirts.
3: good on we're seeing ricky come home with any heater ricky is shout out to ricky for st- sticking around waiting to hug listen good so- social distance there's nowhere high-fives. to go he's staying in the same house he's probably living with jt this week <laughs> Got to give him a break. Sometimes he's got to be drinking that vodka. That was uh, looked like uh, something. They were drinking something stiff. I think
2: R- Ricky Fowler is Tim's one and done
3: selection of the week. Tim's great at one and duns. He's good at yeah, but he's Let's good. Let's get at, the T ten Ricky. Yeah, T like ten Ricky. T ten Ricky. He had Cantley. Like he just kicks in the ball, he kicking it down the road. I thought I could get a big score with Vic, but yeah, you
2: got a good number on. Me. But doesn't
3: make any ground on Tim. Really. No, because
2: he had Cantley. I actually lost ground because I had Neiman. Oh, I'm going back to this week. Better odds. Either way. I think we've talked enough about the top of the boards. I'm in on Tiger, and I'm going to give Vic and Rom and Morikawa a big look. Not going to commit to any of those guys. Nice. And, and I really, you can say things. You don't need to say, can I say stuff? You just can wait for me to finish and then say it.
3: I just like this board too much. What, do you want to
2: bet the top 10 guys? No, I don't think I can bet Rory. Because you want to bet guys in the 20s.
3: I want to, even, no, I even want to have a couple bullets saved for like the 70s. I just can't Th- that's, do it. So, like I said, I, I can't do it.
2: I'm in on four guys so far, Tiger being the highest of those at 28 to one, and then the rest is down the list a little bit. But I want to save a bullet or two for another twenty or two twenties or maybe a Dustin. But I'm going to make that. I don't need to make that decision on a Monday afternoon. I can make that on a Wednesday.
3: When I do the show on Wednesday, I'll have made a decision. But if I gotta bet Rory it dropping to twelve makes a big difference. It shouldn't. But like I'm a mental midget like that, and I don't like it. Doesn't get higher than fourteen.
2: Yeah, but if you take Rory at fourteen right now, that's excluding the rest of the card anyway. That if he's at twelve, it's not. It's no You're different. Right. It, I mean, it is different. You lose your two points, which is huge, especially on a big bet. But it's not like you're just not going to up your bet to make up for it anyway. But you're not going to take... You know me well. Yeah, but you're not going to take... Like, if you were fading Rory at this point at 14-1 to because you wanted to pick between Vic, Morikawa, Brooks, and Rom and two of those guys instead... That if you wait and Rory is 12, then you're still not taking those guys in the middle. Okay. So you're going to bet Rory you're anyway. Right.
3: Let it play out. And you're right. You know me well. I would just buy the difference back <laughs> yeah. anyway. You're not shorting my return.
2: <laughs> Books love me. Not when you win, not when you're on a heater. So are we done with that range? Yeah, the range is great. I don't know. Did we talk about
3: Brooks enough? Brooks is on the short list.
2: Like, I really need to figure out what I want to do. Like, would you you rather bet Morikau at 22 or Brooks
3: at 25? Brooks is the only player in the entire planet, the entire maybe sporting world, where I will actually give credit to this crazy word that people, betting people hate, Motivation. Feels like he's got it, doesn't he? Because I, like, there's something about him. I don't care when anyone else says they want to win or something or you feel like they're motivated. I don't buy it. With him, it's just somehow been proven that I buy it. And when I'm snickering at people calling him Beta Brooks, like, because of the stuff he's tweeting and going after and can't handle not being one of, like, the four golfers people want to talk about at the moment. He's, like, having a breakdown and not by breakdown, I mean sending what I think are Bush League tweets, but that's a different debate. Yeah, and then calling out Golf Channel personalities and not name Brandel Shambly, uh, innocent girls, women. Uh, uh, maybe not innocent, but like, I don't know. He's like firing himself up. He's like, I got to f- start my own fire here. No one's starting it for me. Maybe that's what he <laughs> Like 25 is a good number for a guy who looked like he figured it out. Does he have Ricky on the ba- back on
2: the bag? I don't know. My Does t- that matter? I don't think so. He I mean, probably has fucking Chase Kepka on the bag. I don't think he was invited to play this week after he was 98 over par last week. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'll have this part figured out. You can't really go wrong. Like, I, Would you rather bet Can'tley at 14 or Dustin at sixteen? It's Dustin, right? For me, Dustin. Yeah. But that but doesn't that's mean us. that's the right that's, answer. That's us. 30 to 60 range. Not much a Bruin. No one in the 30s. Ricky's 40. Burger's 40. Can I read the fucking names. How about this? Tim, would you like to take
3: over the show, please? Let's we- move us along. Yeah. All right. I'll do the uh, 40s. It's amazing. We've never seen. I've never seen a guy not in the 30s before. Does that happen? That seems pretty rare. Anyway, Ricky's at 40. Burger. He's on his own little heater. Contends every week. Layout works for him. Forty. Woodland forty-five. Rose fifty. Answer fifty. Read fifty-five. I that, keep that going. was pretty
2: good. Day sixty.
3: That's it. Day sixty. Uh, yeah, I, that's I the thirty we'll to sixty. Leave that. We'll
2: leave it there. See, I'm not saying anything. Just let you plow through. It takes like ten seconds. <laughs> <Sorry>.
3: <laughs> uh, it, there's some options. I think Berger and Ricky represent fair opportunities. I like Berger the more than I like Ricky. I think Reed... Reed might be an auto
2: bet at 55, yeah. just because he's 55 to 1. I did the numbers on him the past three years. He wins once every
3: 22 tournaments. Did not cut so, very well, I feel, last he, week. He just was out of sorts and still... For a little bit. It all kind of fell apart, no, but like I think, he, on just,
2: Saturday. Or... For a bit, and then he got it back, yeah. like he was out of sorts almost all week.
3: And I think he finished six under, but something. this is just the type of layout where you'd like make, more it, make it tougher. This is where, yeah, make it tougher. This sets up this, this is like wheelhouse Patty. And I've already said this with Vic and Rom as guys that I were on, was on last week. Rom showed me enough on Sunday to feel like got to maybe go back there. Vic is got me the, the hamster spinning. Reed was the guy I picked over Morikawa. I don't want to bail on that.
2: I feel like that's just fifty-five to one. And like I wouldn't even play with the each way. It's just Patrick Reed to win fifty-five to one. Don't even want to bail on it, so I could be there. Uh I bet Abraham Answer at fifty to one. I don't feel good about that, but numbers tell me. Answer's basically been, besides Bryson and Hovland Answer's been the best player since the restart. And Berger. Berger's the other guy I'm actually looking at here. I did. Do more of a deep dive. Firestone is the crossover course that you really want to go to. It's both in Ohio. uh, It's similar in the fact that you need to hit a lot of fairways. You don't want to get yourself into a lot of trouble, a lot of crossover winners. The other course that tends to go hand in hand with this, and not every year, because the other course has a lot of high variant shots which can swing a tournament. But PGA National, another Nicholas design. If you take like, the long macro view of guys that have done really well there, they also play really well at Mirrorfield Village. Now, at PGA National, you have a ton of guys who randomly miss the cut because they put it in the water twice on Thursday, and well, then it's over. But that doesn't really exist at this course. So if you see, like, hey, this guy has four top 15 finishes at the Honda Classic and two missed cuts, well, then you can go investigate that. Why? Those players tend to play pretty well at this course. Well, Burger Time plays pretty well there. Sam Burns was another guy who plays really well.
3: Had a really bad, after I put some money on him against Boulder, had a really bad Sunday. There's a guy at the d- 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 deep end that I will be talking about later that I feel fits this for me. Because um, there's a couple pond guys from other pawns that uh, I like deep. But an- Answers that just fit that PJ National board. An- Answer-
2: answers is playing too well. And he has a bad short game, which does not lend itself well. But here's the thing. If you never miss the green, you never have to chip. It's, it's
3: like Morikawa. Yeah. But he won't be coming, he'll be using more club to come into the greens. But if essentially a uh, lot of the same I situations. An-
2: Answer is one of the best drivers of the ball on tour. Like just straight up. He's not like super duper long, but he he's a lot like Duffner. He's like when Duffner was like really good, it's kind of like how Answer's playing, right? So how now. much shorter is Webb than Answer? He's not, but Webb sprays it, man. Like Webb's Webb has been good at driving the ball since the
3: restart, but generally speaking, like he's just he's not an accurate driver. Oh, don't get me wrong. Answer's always center cut. Rarely playing out of trouble, rarely putting for par.
2: Yeah, like he can and the thing is he's putted so poorly. So but since over the past fifty rounds overall, answer is twelfth in this field off the tee, seventeenth in approach, and fourth from the key proximity range of 150 to 175. But if we just look at since the restart, uh, he's one in an approach and three off the tee. And maybe he he used up all of his good mojo. He's not going to get that back. But oh, I happen to think he's
3: pretty good. Yeah, there's a card to be built. Sorry. Conversation is telling me there's a card to be built.
2: He's also sneaky 12th on par 3s from 200 to 225. Very short sample, mind you, but... Maybe this is the week he finds a putter. He can't find the sand. Not very good out of the sand. Uh, but when you bet on answer, like you don't. If you bet on answer and he's scrambling, you've already lost the bet.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean not, if like, he's it's consistent scrambling, but you hope if we're both off the green, we're both making bogey. So what am I losing? Yeah. I'm talking, You know when we get to to time,
2: anyway, Sunday time. Him and Berger would be. I have bet answer. I'm going to think about Reed. And burger at 40. I probably don't have room for burger at 40 because there are a couple guys down this card that I think actually are live. Like Rose at 50. I'm not doing it. I want to bet it. I want to bet it so badly. People want it. He was so bad last week and it crushed his number by more than double. Can I make a question?
3: I know you hate when I say that. When Rose was playing great and I bet him he was my one and done uh mr stanley morgan what i don't think he was pin stalking i think he was like scrambling great i think he was hitting these 20 footers i don't like remember seeing rose by the pin a ton even though his total birdie numbers were were are amongst the top uh for guys that have played the same amount of events so tell me what i'm seeing and what i'm not
2: I think for the first two events, Charles Schwab and Heritage, essentially what he was doing was he was driving the ball really, really well. He was putting himself into perfect position every single time. And then he was kind of doing the Keegan-Bradley where, oh, I'm going to hit it, hit this green regulation to 40 feet and two putt for par. And then for like a... 15 hole stretch he just gets nuclear with his irons and hits everything to five feet and starts making those putts and that didn't happen at travelers and he missed the cut and he was just a disaster last week although he did gain strokes (laughs) driving four lost on approach two and a half around the greens 3.6
3: fits the profile the number is good if you bet it last week you felt those feelings it's strong to go back i'm not there i would rather try burger or answer
2: may not answer and that's with the each way too because uh, i feel like he's someone who could come third
3: and even behind there's a couple guys in the of north 60 in in front of a hundred well we're not there yet are we no but i'm saying i i, I real i there's a card there's a full card to build day at
2: 60 it's
3: good to see life but i don't care for it
2: i'm with you i'll pass on that next range 60 to 100
3: Who are the guys that you want to talk about in here?
2: I assume it's Tony Fina. I guy. want to
3: talk about Tony Fina, Sung J.M. You mentioned we're going to have a conversation about Neiman. I could talk about Mark Leishman, uh, whoever you want to talk. Uh Yeah, those all fit the case. Paul Casey in preview shows, I gagged over. This seems like a ridiculous number. I don't know what he's been doing, though. He played once, right? Yeah, he played Travelers, I want to say. What's he doing, just riding his bike instead of golfing?
2: I mean, the guy's got the Popeye forums. He probably just at home doing hammer curls the entire time.
3: But this is a guy whose profile could could tackle this place.
2: Yeah, he's a great tee to green and can't putt. That, that's, like, <laughs> the profile of a lot of guys I'll be betting. He was 32nd at Travelers. He he drove the ball incredibly well, gained 2.3 on but approach, forgotten- gained around the greens, and lost two putts. He's just a
3: forgotten man, totally. Go look at him to win like majors. He's not 75 to 1. That's interesting. It's the same field, same guys.
2: He has worse odds than Kevin Streelman, who's going to win the PGA championship, according to Tim. (laughs) That's fucking
3: bullshit. Shouldn't have worse odds than a lot of these guys. He's really good. So I have two. He's really good. I I know he's good. I have two bets in this range already. I think you
2: said them, right? Both with the each way. So Sung Jay. I'm playing a talent play here. Like, there's some some things the numbers tell you. Someone like Anser, who just played so well that it's hard to overlook how well he's been playing. Essentially, the same reason to back Hovland this week and last week is the same reason to back Abraham Anser with the way that he's been playing. Berger is almost the same thing, too. Sungjae is just out of sorts. But I I put this up on Twitter if you want to go look at it. Like, rounds two and three at workday gained 1.6 on approach. 1.9 on approach. He had lost in six consecutive rounds coming in, and then he gave it all back on Sunday and lost four on approach. He's been losing like two and a half strokes putting per green or per round. This is all atypical, but when you go back and like look his previous form coming into like Honda and API, he had a whole bunch of the same stuff too. And the weird thing is, is he continues to make cuts because when his irons are bad, he putts well. Or when he's driving it bad, he hits his irons well. But when he can figure it out, He's one of the best players in the world. And twenty-two years old, by the way. People
3: forget that about old Sung Jae. Well, that goes to my the conversation.
2: But it's not but it's not even that. It's just like he did it in a different way, too. That's also like there's a pedigree version of this that people overlook with Sung Jae, where you have Wolf, Morakow, and Hovlin, college
3: superstars. Oh yeah, they saw him
2: play co- they saw those guys play college football. And Sung Jae just went and joined the mini tours, grind it up, joined Corn Ferry, grind it up. Yeah. As like a nineteen year old. Like I don't think that he has a I don't think he's as good as Morikawa and Havland overall but he's a different type of player. Isn't he younger?
3: He's younger. I feel like he's got a lot of Patrick Reed in him. I was literally going to say you li- the way you were explaining where his game is right now is like Patrick going to win, Reed. It, it, and then he like... just gets it together so and he wins. Then, <laughs> and then to get these Sung JM numbers you know they're not going to be around Long, but it way, feels he, like an auto number. If he came ninth last week instead of 41st or whatever the fuck he came, he'd be 40, 40 He'd be 40 to 40, one. Forty said Ricky Berger. Yeah, and that crew with ants. Yeah.
2: So I'm in on the each way at 70 to one, and I'm taking Neiman.
3: Neiman's continued to strike the ball well. A nice little Sunday I saw, five under. I think, I think
2: he was four under. He yeah. makes too many bogeys, but maybe he got them all out of a system last week. Who knows? He's played well at this course historically. I think this is a big number, and he too, just like these guys, 23 years old, He's already won on the PGA tour. This would be his big win. Uh, And we're getting a better number than last week. Granted, the field is a lot stronger. Okay. But you need your guys to run pure. And if he's running pure, he ball strikes with the best players. And like, there's no difference. Like Morikawa is going to consistently strike the ball better. But when Neiman and Morikawa are both driving
3: and chipping to their best, Neiman's just as good. Just doesn't happen as often. Fair. All fair. And other than the obvious joke, why wouldn't you like Tony Finau for the exact same reasons you put out Neiman? Just Tony hasn't been as good. How far? Off? I don't think he's been as that far off. I mean, his approaches have been struggling.
2: Yeah, that's not good
3: at a course where you have to hit them. Like, who who do you think's a better player, Finau or M? The answer is M. Who? Sure, M's gonna hit. M- m- m has been more consistent but they're both incredibly consistent i don't think that's an obvious answer but who's been better yes m who is better i don't think there's a f- for sure answer there i think the answer is M.
2: he already has better wins in his 22 years yeah he's
3: a babe finau's not even a young guy finau's fine since the restart 23rd
2: 33rd miscut 53rd he hasn't been good since phoenix really he was better at rocket mortgage overall, but that was a shitty field. An easy course. This is not an easy course. Tony's eventually going to go on a run and be good. And I think it all comes at once for him, but I don't see it right now. Just because you love him doesn't mean he's going to win.
3: No, I, I think what's his, he's got a good track record here, doesn't he?
2: Miscut 13th, 40th, 11th, 8th.
3: Was the 13th the year Cantley won? Yes.
2: Yeah. That was your Neiman came fifth. I also remember playing Fino on DraftKings at this course one year, and he went birdie, birdie, birdie to make the cut. (laughs) He's done that a few times in his career where he gets like birdie streak to make the cut. It's usually when I fade him. I actually had him that week. Uh, Spieth is 70. That's fun for him. Poulter is 80. There's no way Poulter makes that many putts again. It's impossible. Now that I say that, he'll be even better. Kisner, 70 to one. Talk about a guy who's driving the ball Detroit, already.
3: a lot of good things happen. Detroit,
2: there. the Irons came back for him, but he's been driving the ball really well. So, outside of like the super young guy, we've also seen Duffner and McGirt and like that type of player kind of play well here. Kucher has a victory here. That Kisner's sort of in their profile. I think he's just more of a DraftKings play for me than like an outright bet, but I think he's a good player. And that's it for me in that range.
3: Going back to Doc Redmond. No, harris english that was never me that was never me i don't mind kisner at all you could shop for better so my card so far tiger answer
2: neiman and him those last three with the each ways so i still have room at the top i still have room later on but even the hundred to one range i don't have anybody Now, who would you take above 100 to 1 in this field? The one with the best odds, I think, value wise, is Wiesberger. I've seen him as high as 250 to 1 in places. He's the number 29 player in the world.
3: Oh, it wouldn't be hard to guess who I'll be betting over 100 to 1.
2: Uh, Alex Noren, 175 to 1.
3: How did you know? Because you, you tend to bet him every time he's in the field. You made a PGA national comp. That's like all I need. He's been playing well. I feel like in your mind he's playing really well. Show it to me, baby. I, I don't know, actually. I I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Let's see
2: here. Alexander Ren, as Tim would say. Miscut 21st, 60th, miscut 59th, 32nd. He's fucking great. Lost strokes on approach in four consecutive events. You're a winner, Alex Noren. Like it. I <laughs> okay, just think in your mind, because you. I have guys like this too. Like, you see their name on the leaderboard at some point, you're like, man, they're playing great. But then you never, because you haven't bet them or you have nothing invested in them, you don't really figure out where they finish. Like, Willett's playing better than Norn is.
3: We'll be betting that too.
2: I just don't, I feel like a lot of these guys in this field are just a waste of money. Oh, of course. Like a legit waste of money. Yeah, 100%. You want to talk about a waste of money? Down here at 500 to 1, Jason Scrivna? The Aussie ended last year really, really well. And some like big boy events too uh, at the end of the European tour was like, he has been kind of shitty so far in uh, 2020 on the Euro tour. He's five of five in cuts made though. I think I might play a top 20 on him. Uh, he has like, he's good off the tees, go with his irons.
3: I don't mind that at all. Uh, I got to ask you about this guy. He did show a bit of life completely failed on the weekend. I didn't even pay attention. Where, what? What happened to Louie?
2: Louie made like seven consecutive bogeys on the back.
3: That'll (laughs) do it. (laughs) He
2: he went and like injected heroin at the turn.
3: (laughs) I I I thought he was like in that mix of guys at that minus five or six, seven. And then he just, uh so you i know, saw sabatini rising and one uh south african flag bottoming out
2: well the, the south uh, you didn't see oh, a, slovakian, the slovakian so. flag
3: i just saw they were playing together and figured they had to be buddies uh
2: sabatini was playing really well until tim commented on his attire <laughs> and how much he liked it he went like bogey bogey bogey
3: <laughs> the whole internet is spazzing in sad shirts tim lets us know like he yeah he, he's in they're pretty fashionable
2: here and here here's a guy Remember how people were, like, in on Scheffler last week a little bit? They're like, well, he was plus seven round one, but then he was minus seven in round two. Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Kevin Na. Munoz, 350 to one. Did you see his Friday? No. Good. Re- he was plus seven on Thursday. I believe he was minus five or minus six, and he didn't gain strokes putting. It was all ball striking. It's like, amazing. Like, 350 to one, I don't think that he's going to win, per se, but top 20. Like, the top 20 on Munoz now is good.
3: Sorry. That you were in on him last week, or was that two weeks ago? Two weeks I ago. I'm forgetting and he someone was, else. It was two weeks ago. He was bad. <laughs> but now he's 350 got, to 1. Listen, I kind of said it. I don't really have much love for for the guys far back.
2: Yeah, so I'm talking about top 20s here, yeah. top 10s, or first-round leaders, or whatever. Like for
3: me, my cutoff is almost 70, and it's it's kind of pushing it. But if you do have faith in, like, Leishman's and, and Kisner's, I... I totally get
2: that well I, I do want to talk about some of these guys like ben ann went on that heater before he got so hot there had to be a thunderstorm to cool him off then he missed the cup he's 110 to one now playoff loser at this event in the past nah is back i think nah is an interesting name that's so, what i thought Na, you were nah Na goes plays well withdraw misses a week plays well withdraw misses a week we're on the play well week for him and he's played well off this course before if his
3: back is okay he's 125 to one how about a guy i was looking was i looking for lucas glover last week i'm out of it you were 125 no 25 to one but now i just don't feel like i, I don't know. feel like he's a winner though yeah i know top 10 sure listen you know why
2: you're gonna talk about his wife i do not want to hear
3: about that he's just got no he comes and he's in seventh better protect that top 10 <laughs> Can
2: Ryan Palmer play worse than last week? You know he was. Oh, I saw something crazy. He was eleven over on on, a, on hole. two holes.
3: But didn't he do that? I w- we were at the Honda. Something crazy happened, and he had someone kicked out. Wasn't me. Yeah, and you know where else he has historically
2: played really well or really poorly? PGA National. It's true. He's either like plus twenty or he's in second. <laughs> That's more of a DraftKings play, though. You know who led in strokes gained approach last week? Most strokes gained on approach of any event of his career.
3: Are we talking about a far back player? Yep. 175 to one. Keegan Bradley? Keegan Bradley. (laughs) I saw you tweeting about him a lot. I I had him on
2: DraftKings. But he he legit hit everything to eight feet and missed every putt. For the week two strokes gained off the tee 10.7 on approach lost 5.3 around the greens seven on the greens i'd like to say that his seven strokes putting lost uh, is the most of his career but it's not even close <laughs> how big is this field uh, 133 players from 157 last week but this field is just better do you think it plays harder
3: yeah but like how like but now there's better players, so they'll, they'll consciously make it harder. So Boxes can't lay
2: pins. one last year at minus nineteen. The playoff oh. last week was minus nineteen. What like does Shit. it get to minus nineteen? Because if not, like you want to take Willett and Norn and those guys. Like Brennan Grace is two hundred and twenty five to one,
3: and he's actually been like playing all right. No, it's hard. The course will have to play harder for those guys to have life. I would even argue the same for like a Kisner. I would almost wager the same for Tiger. (laughs) Yes,
2: for sure. Although I know he can, Grace actually hasn't been playing all that great. Played well at Charles Schwab. That was about it.
3: I get In theory, I think it plays harder, but you bringing up what I think the actual score will be, and I think it's right there. Okay. So I guess not.
2: Trying to look down the list. Like Duffner and Keegan. I think those are just DraftKings plays, not bets evr 160
3: shop it but i i don't mind him at all
2: i don't think i could bet him to win is the problem i think i'd rather bet wiesberger to win it like if all like the random euros that are out there wiesberger wins at least almost like norin used to win when, did, years when
3: have we seen him last
2: uh burned yeah burned last played wgc mexico did not play great but he came eighth in Abu Dhabi earlier this year, and he won three times last year. Yeah, killed it. And he kind of, at least in my, at least the prototype of Bernd Wiesberger that I think of when he wins is perfect for this course. He's a good driver. He's good with his irons. He can get up and down. He can't putt. <laughs> that, that's his MO. He's sort of like good Ben Ann. Anyway, that. That's all I got. Steel was another guy who gained a bunch of ball striking. Another guy who plays well at Honda, by the way, and bled like eight strokes on the greens. He's 160. And he gave I himself- saw
3: he went on a little heater.
2: He gave himself ample opportunity to make birdies.
3: But honestly, they cut to steel, and he'll stick it to like eight feet, and you're <laughs> still like, I still got to see this pot. <laughs> and you assume because they showed it to us, like they already have the putt in the can, and they're just showing us the approach. Uh, But I'm like, I still got to see the pot every time.
2: Quick picks for Memorial. Like I said, Tiger Woods, 28 to 1. Answer, 50 with the each way. Neiman and M, 70 with the each way. On Wednesday, when I do the live chat at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, DraftKings YouTube channel, available on the podcast after the fact or facebook.com slash the PME. You can watch it live up there as well and ask your questions. I will reveal my overall betting card, but I got some more tough decisions to make. I didn't even bring up Sergio, who's been playing fucking hot fire, 66 to one.
3: Thought about surge, but... There's a lot of guys th- rather th- bet this Casey. field is... Would you rather bet Casey? Yeah. Why? I'm betting people to win, not come fourth. Okay, Casey won the Valspar twice, twice. in a row. <laughs> When's last time Sergio won? I think he won like his tournament, not, in, like Portugal. I don't, don't want to be smirched Sergio. You, 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 you want, want you want to go against major champion Sergio Garcia with like forty worldwide wins? No, I don't mind the pick uh, at all. He's hitting it. He's hitting it out there, and he 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 can do it. He fits the like sort of no putt prototype Tita Green guy that I think my card will be built around. So I got. I'm not gonna be smirch it. But you, we're in the quick picks. You have to make some picks. I think I interrupted your Sergio thing. I didn't know it was actually on. No, TV. no, I was just throwing him out there that we didn't even talk about. Okay, I bet John Rom. Okay, I bet John Rom. Got. I'll look at Hovland for days. I will look at Hovland for days. If you like a guy under twenty, for me it would be Rory. But at this point, I think I have to back off because I sit here with you, and you've just talked. I've just thought processed the whole thing too much. I'm happy I didn't send that. Thumb. Yeah. The,
2: you don't need uh, this one. It's one
3: thing that I've been much better uh, during this run where we've actually started to hit
2: some winners five, seven weeks, by the way, or five, seven events, yeah. two before COVID you had three in a row before COVID. And then four of six coming out. It's three of three or five, like whatever it is. Yeah. Either way, waiting, doing more research, waiting until Wednesday to make some of these bets. Even if I miss out on a number, it might be on a guy that I wasn't
3: even looking at on okay, Monday. But can I say this? Like I wasn't looking at Morikawa on Monday. There is a site, unlike any other site, that we have access to that does cash outs, that they do full dollar for dollar cash outs. Other unless sites, the odds change. Unless the odds change. But other sites don't do that. You drive your car off the lot, yeah. they like will give you like, give you like 20% back. Yeah, once the that, bet
2: is made, it's so
3: in. you can make a bet comfortable in that number, like confident in your skill to say that number doesn't get lower. But I want to think about this a little more.
2: So what I I actually did that with both Hovland and Neiman last week. I took what I the money I was going you saw the I saw the number that I liked. I didn't want to lose it to go down, so I put half of what I thought I was going to put on it immediately, and then I waited till Wednesday and put the other half on. It was it turned out to be the same number both times. But if you times.
3: ended up not wanting to pull the trigger, you I could got out of get it. out of it clean as a whistle.
2: Yeah, I don't think that we should be bringing this up because most people just don't have access to something like this. I
3: know, it's a, it's a mental... It's just you're, a, you're doing
2: the Tim thing where you're talking about things that are very specific to you that do not help anyone. <laughs> but I appreciate that. I agree with you because I do do that. But it's just like the thing where I say that you should play on the site when you're betting top fives, top tens, and top twenties, try to find a site that doesn't have dead heat rules. You'll you'll make a lot more money. Even though you'll get like one point worse of odds, it's worth it. Imagine if you played your top fives on Gary Woodland
3: on a site without dead heats, then you weren't chopping shit. You got the full payout. uh, We've just spoken about two different ones for the record. Uh, Rom on the card, Victor will be stared at all week. This is where things get ugly friends. I don't mind Ricky. <laughs> I don't mind Ricky. I love Patrick Reed. And don't mind Tony now, And I like Sung J.M. You're going to bet him because I bet him now. You don't want to miss out on him. No, I, I listen. I think it's all there. M at 70. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's a talent bet. It's not a stat. I feel the bet same anything, thing. Like I feel the same thing with Patrick Reed. And in the end, I'm going to regret it because this tournament's going to be fought between three guys under 25 to one. Yeah, it's going to be. And I wish I sacrificed those three bodies to get one more of them. What, but let's, it is Let's what try it this. Is.
2: If there was no odds attached to any of these guys, give me the top three in this field.
3: Like bet and die? Like who would I bet on?
2: Yeah, you have three guys to pick and one of them has to win or I'm going to kill you.
3: Uh, Bryson, Justin, Rory. Okay. I think those would be my three too.
2: Uh, I- <laughs> Like, I, this isn't to, like, I think people get very confused because there's a lot of new, I always say this because a lot of new people have come into the show and they ask me like really weird questions. I'm like, what are you talking
3: who's about? Who's going to win? Yeah. Like, I don't know <laughs> who's
2: going to win, but I would say that the three favorites have the best chance to win. But like, I don't know if I want to, like, I didn't want to back Bryson at six to one in Detroit and he won. But that's just never a bet I'm going to make in this field. I'm probably never going to bet Bryson a ten to one, despite the fact that I it was like Thomas last week. I told you mm-hmm. I like Thomas the best of all those guys. He was ten to one. I don't want
3: to bet him ten to one.
2: So you not, probably that, don't
3: have Morikawa on the card. If I don't. You're in that I don't range. have Hovland or Morikawa if I take Justin Thomas. So, so, so like that's is. how. And you could argue now, Bryson's six fifty in Detroit versus ten here, six fifty seems insane value. To versus this course, number, yes. that
2: field, this course, this field. He's won at this course. I think that's, Fair. that's why yeah, he's yeah, the that's fame. a kicker. Not only is he like trending, he's the buzz of everything. He's, he's actually won yeah. here too. Yeah. Although, I'm curious to see how his game now translates. He was a better iron player then than he is now. Obviously, he's better driving a well. little now than he was then. But I still think that he's, despite the fact that he won in Detroit, this isn't like a hit and giggle course.
3: No. And this, it, thank you. This is the first time, sort of like last week, this is the first time where it can get serious. Those first three events, the Colonial, Travelers, Heritage, you can get around there, no problem. This is like the first big boy pant venue. Um, the winning score says they made it as hard as it's been historically for the Memorial last week. I think Jack Lesser Jack feelable. will have an intention of saying, I need a lower score than what, what just happened. What do you think they do with fourteen? i'll keep it you want it there we saw three guys in that final round play three different ways with three different scores
2: no Jed more would miss the eagle putt. Uh,
3: sorry set it up for three you're right um i would keep it i thought it, make it a bit longer sure move it back i think
2: although i do like the idea of being able to get there the problem, the
3: problem with is is par is too easy. Yes. If you don't, if you like go Victor, in the water, Victor
2: should have made par.
3: You, you ba- missed the putt for par. Yes, you bail out. You go in the water. You could drop it at a red stick green side. It's a simple. It's a memo- You the fact that you can drop the ball, you can maybe get a situation, but it's an up and down for par that most of these guys can make. Yeah, which really struck me as odd. Of why doesn't everyone just go for it? Well, that was something a couple years ago at the Players Rory won last year. He moonshotted a par five, and it was like, it was totally worth it because there's a red stake behind the green, and he gets to drop there, and he just went up and down for par.
2: By the way, you know who's going to know every single one of these rules? Bryson. (laughs) He's going to know where, hey, if I put it in the water here, I can just drop it here. Like, that's an under, Phil, Tiger, all those guys, they know this shit. Some players do not. Yeah, some players don't. One and done picks for the weeks. Tim is taking hot Ricky. So hot right now, Ricky Fowler, And Tim's been doing, he's
3: winning the one and done. Who'd you say you were using? I am going to use. week, I've definitely used wrong shit. I'll use, I use burger before even one. God damn it. We do this
4: every
2: week, Jeff.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I sent you the list last week to look at.
2: Give me Cantley. Are you sure you haven't used him? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Imagine if you won more money with Cantley than Tim did
3: last week. Although you probably will because the prize purse for this field is like. He's not going to play poorly. I'm not betting him. I usually bet my one and done. I'm not going to bet that, though. But I think that's a really solid one and done pick. Yeah, I think it's very safe.
2: And there's more money. There's more money in this field, and there are fewer players in this field. So you're better off being right at this one than being right at the one last week. I'm taking Tiger Woods. This is my one and done. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm behind. Just print some Tiger money for me. I'm just excited to be rooting for Tiger again. Love Tiger. It's great. Imagine if we got a final group of Woo, and Tiger.
3: Everyone's like, they got to do Brooks. They got to send Brooks out with Bryson and Tiger. I'm like, if Tiger... Is Tiger playing with Bryson? No, I don't know that. The people are just like... No, put Reed in that group. No, no. Reed, Bryson, and Brooks. No, see, you got to put Tiger there, but it would be good for the reasons people don't even realize. Tiger would literally be pestering both of them for four and a half hours Everything would come with a tiger one-liner. Like Tiger would be egging them both on. Uh, it see, would uh, be gold. If, if that's what you think, then I think you put Phil with them. Why? Because Phil's like just the mascot of the yeah. tour right now. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing aviators. <laughs> he's <laughs> hitting bombs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice shot, Brooks. Idiot. I've won 45 times on tour. How about you? I just it'd be fun. Anyway, that will do it. Pat Mayo Experience. Jeff Feinberg. Follow him on Twitter, G Feinberg17. Any closing thoughts? Because before I start the extra, you're going to like cut me off.
3: Who did you take for your one and done? Tiger. You said that you're happy to be in. I'm looking for the list, but I can't find it. So hopefully, I, didn't I
2: thought you would have saved it when I sent it to you. You didn't, did you? Do you have any final we thoughts? We talk too much. Any final thoughts? Okay, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. <laughs> I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me on Twitter at VPME. Same as Facebook, where I will have the live chat, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. show Tuesday. Two UFC shows this week with Paul and Cody. Check out the feeds for all of that. And if we get 250 new ratings and or reviews on the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, we will be doing a Cut Sweats live on Friday. So you're going to want to do that. So please, so you have something else to say now. Thank you.
3: I just want them to know that you're not freaking around. If you don't, you're not just, we're not doing it if you don't get the numbers. Come on, Jeff. That's all. No, I needed that to be put out there. It's not like something that you're just. I said it. I've already said that. I'm emphasizing. We were out of here. I was emphasizing. People think you're just do it anyway. I won't. That's my, what I'm emphasizing. You know me far too well to know I won't. They want it. They've got to play by that. Stipulation. Yeah, help out the show.
2: Giving it to them for free. Hitting winners for free. <laughs> stuff away for free. We're gonna do the show for free. Just yeah, give me some reviews, please. Smash the like for the episode. And if there are any spots left in the PME open, you can find that in the description of the video and podcast article up on DK Nation right now. Check her out. Drew Matthews tomorrow for the DK show, by the way, from FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily. Fdn. Yeah, anyway. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo
1: experience. Experience.